Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Move Your Mind. My name's Nick Brax, and this is a podcast where we have real conversations with real people and give real advice. We can't live if we don't breathe. And our quality of life improves exponentially if we learn how to breathe. Ironically, most of us don't get taught how to breathe properly, how to breathe through our stomach, how to use it to calm our nervous system. Todd Steinberg is the president of Camuso, a necklace concept that slows people's exhale to 8 plus seconds, calming the entire nervous system. The fashionable artifact was inspired by 17th century Japanese monks and engineered to quiet the busy mind, which helps relieve anxiety in a natural way. Along with his fashion designer wife, Vanessa, Todd created the first meditation accessory. Todd wants Camuso Design to lead the fashion wellness movement and change lives in the process. Todd shared his story, he shared breathing techniques, and he gave a lot of really practical information. I'm sure you'll enjoy the episode. If you'd like to check out Todd's company, Camuso Design, you can go to www www.camusodesign.com the link's in the bio and you can use the code NICK20 to get 20% off of anything in the store again I've got that code in the bio make sure to check it out thanks again for supporting Move Your Mind if you'd like to learn more you can join our community at moveyourmind.me or you can buy the Move Your Mind book by going to nickbrax.com slash book Todd great to meet you and yeah thank you for coming on my podcast great to be here anytime I can share my story and, and share my experiences with the world. I'm always grateful. Yeah. Well, we were saying just before we started recording, I guess, like how great it is to be able to just, you know, have these conversations. It doesn't really feel like work and to be able to, you know, connect with people like yourself and just learn, you know, learn interesting facts and information. It's, yeah, it's such a great tool and technology has made the world a, you know, much smaller and more accessible place to be able to do that. Well, I think these conversations are like when you meet someone, whether it's at a party or a bus stop or the grocery store, and it's like you get to that meat of the conversation where you're through the small talk, you're through talking about the weather, and you're really talking about like these engagement, these soul engaging conversations where it's like, wow, I don't know how we got on this level, but I really like it and really enjoying it. I've never had a conversation quite like this. That's why I love these, you know, these intimate conversations because we're actually talking about something significant and it's not just uh passing time so happy to be here totally no it's so true and that's why i even got into acting because it's all cutting through the core of small talk and just trying to trying to get connect with people and i mean i've always been like that where i found it very difficult in conversation to have small talk i find it really boring and i just want to talk about the actual deeper parts, but a lot of people, you know, don't like that. Are you, are you that kind of person where, um, you know, you're wanting those deeper conversations or can you, can you do both? Yeah, I could do both. Uh, I'm like you, I, I've, tr- I've tried to act as well. And, and I, I, a lot of time, I've, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of time I find myself acting like I'm like, it's yeah. a conversation when it's really just like, I really don't want to talk about, you know, the weather or, you know, like your hair, like, like let's get into it. Right. And, that's where there's this moment where when you do connect with someone like that, and I ask strange questions, like 
I, I kind of get to the heart of it right away to find out if there's, you know, if there's any chemistry there or any sort of, uh, you know, light on that, that we can connect with. And oftentimes I'll find one of two things happen. Either one, it's an amazing connection or two, there's kind of a pause <laughs> and they look at me like, like, why are you asking? Or it's a kind of an awkward situation. So uh, I think it's worth it because it's, you know, the relationships I've built with people that are, that have that other gear it becomes an amazing connection. And some of those relationships go on for years and years, which is worth it. Yeah, I think it's a really good point what you're saying, because I think we're, and again, why, you know, these conversations, what we're talking about, vulnerability, being able to express yourself, especially for men, you know, stuff we haven't been taught. So important because a lot of the time we're scared to express. We're trying to people please. We're trying to say the right thing. We're trying to sort of um, just be able to just have these generic conversations with people. But if you can have that ability to just actually be yourself, talk about what you're interested in, maybe some, like you're saying, some people might not click with it, but that's actually still a positive because it means you're filtering through and then finding, you know, the people that are meant to be part of your, you know, tribe and that you connect with. So that's, that's a very healthy thing and something we should all in our own way be, you know, exploring. Well, it's interesting you say that because that's, that was, I, I was the kind of guy who from the outside, Everything was cool, calm, and collective. Uh, everybody always said, you know, Todd is a, you know, what, a, what an easy guy to get along with, you know, um, you know, such a cool, calm demeanor. And what was actually happening was from very early on in my life was I unknowingly, up until a few years ago, didn't know that I, uh, I have high-functioning anxiety. And oh. if you don't know what that is, please give it a Google because it, uh, I, I checked almost every box of, you know, trying to, uh, it's hard to sleep at night because you're, you're having so much inner dialogue to <clears throat> there's questions your, your internal dialogue is asking you that's making you uncomfortable. Um, and I thought that, Hey, like I have a high processor. I and my gears are always turning fast, which again, I thought was a strength and some of it is, but when you don't know how to slow those wheels down, when you don't know how to put your phone down and be with yourself for five minutes and whether it just be like sitting down and it's, and there's just stillness or, uh, or you don't have any media around you or any people around you, that's where you can better assess your relationship with yourself. And for me, it caused a lot of discomfort. You know, there were thoughts that are coming up I didn't want to deal with. Um, there were areas of my life that I kind of put on mute, put on read, you know, like didn't feel comfortable having that conversation with myself. And that caused stress to manifest in other areas of my body. And that's where, you know, my entry into wellness was like, I, I don't want to just let this go and I don't want to deal with it with vices like drinking or uh, self-medication or even something as innocent sounding as scrolling on your phone, you know, just scrolling yeah. through Instagram, right? That like zombie like state. That's not what we're meant to do. It's not what we're, <laughs> it's not, not helping us process our own thoughts, helping us achieve that sense of peace of mind, which I realized was more important than happiness. Peace of mind gives birth to that stuff, but you got to get there first. So mm -hmm. I learned how to put the vice down and pick up kind of like my own voice in my, in my head to have a better relationship with myself. Like that's where, that's where that journey started. So, um, so it is always, always that comes back to self-awareness, but, uh, but that was key. That's so important. And, and, you know, like you're saying, we can, and I, I think I share a very, very similar, you know, naturally my brain is going a million miles an hour and, had have had anxiety my whole life and it wasn't until I really took action to address it that things changed and like you're saying it helped with a lot of things but 
it also held me back in a lot of areas because I felt like I was sort of achieving things all the time because your mind is wanting to jump from task to task. What I realized when I had sort of found more middle ground with it was that half the time I was working against myself to get things done. So you feel like you're being productive, but then you might not be as focused. You might not have that clarity or that ability to step back and think more creatively or whatever it is. So it's a fine balance. Like there's a lot of positives in having that, but for me personally, anyway, um, it caused me a huge amount of difficulty. And it was like, you know, everything that I achieved was 10 times harder than it needed to be because you're, you're not battling, you know, the main battles, your own mind to do anything. It's not the external factors. It's your head. So it's just, such an important thing to address and self-awareness is you know the key what you're saying well you know and for me it was it was deeper than that because there's consequences it's not just well you're a little bit tense or you have stress like for me i grew up uh my father died when i was 10 from basically heart disease he had three heart attacks and then finally he had a bypass surgery and didn't make it and i remember him always being worried it was just worried Mm. about money worried Mm. about job worried about this worried about that and it was wow. essentially stress that that took him out. And so, you know, I started seeing myself go down that path where, you know, and, and he and I were a lot of like, obviously, it's my biological father. We're going to have those, mm. those, you know, similar things in common. And I, I have kids and I started to see myself go down that same path of like, okay, now I have kids. I know I have to, you know, be perfect in everything. And I, you know, in my business and in, in my marriage and, and, you know, being a father and, and finances and all these things. And it's like, whoa, you're, you're going down the same path, you know, like you're, you're going to have a heart attack soon. And the, the, my blood pressure and cholesterol, all these things were starting to spike. And there is a reason there, obviously the family history, but, um, people talk a lot about physical exercise and diet. And those things are, are absolutely important, but people kind of miss something there in that. Mm. Yes. Well, those are, you know, huge tenets of wellness. Um, we talk about mental wellness, right? It's like, what are we doing for ourselves in that department? And that's what led to our major discovery, which was, uh, we have a breathing problem. And, uh, I didn't realize mm. it at the time because we never talk about breathing. Nobody ever learns how to breathe the right way or the wrong way. It's just happens automatically. And for me, it was sitting with a friend of mine, uh, who's a psychotherapist and, uh, we, we just, we're just talking and he noticed that I was tight. Uh, he's like, I can just mm. tell that you're, <laughs> you're, not, you're not quite there with me right now. Like I can tell your mind's kind of drifting off. So, uh, can I introduce something, you know, it's meditation. <clears throat> and I said, yeah, look, I tried it. Uh, it's not for me. I, mm. I, every time I try to do it, it's like, I try to sit, you know, legs crossed and my back hurts and, um, I get distracted and it's just one of those things. I believe in it. I'm sure it works for a lot of people, but it's just not for me. He's like, no, 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 it absolutely is for you. And you don't have to be (laughs) some monk on a mountaintop to do it, right? So he actually handed me a straw. And he said, I want you just to breathe through this straw for two minutes and, you know, report back. Let me know how you feel. And as I breathe through this straw, I thought it was ridiculous at first, right? (laughs) Like, are you serious right now? Like, you really want to breathe through straw? It's like, okay. (laughs) So within 30 seconds, I was feeling like I could feel my heart rate come down. My shoulders dropped. Um, I could feel myself kind of in a floating like state and much, much calmer. And at this, mm. and I was fascinated. I was like, I don't, I don't know why this just happened. Like why physiologically did I just mm. react like this? And everything changed for me. It was like, Whoa, I realized there that 
our the way we breathe is connected to the way we feel and mm-hmm. our minds are actually our brains are actually neurologically connected to our diaphragm you know the pace of breath <clears throat> through our vagus nerve right through the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system are, are all connected so the way i talk about it is this we have fifty thousand thoughts per day like just think about that number it's a huge number and there was a study it's hard, done- hard to get your head around that we can have that many one person it's crazy yeah we're just pinballing you know all day thaw, 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 yeah thaw. and 80 percent of those are study found that are negative now wow. you take that number park that number right then you have how many times you breathe a day there's twenty thousand breaths right so it's like okay that's a lot of breathing and that's a lot of thinking Mm. it's hard to control those thoughts, right? They just keep coming. It's like a flood. They just keep pouring down. But what you can control is your breath. So what we learned is that your breathing rate, you know, which is normally about 16 to 18 breaths per minute, kind of needs to come down. We need to be more in like the 12 to 10 range so Mm. that we have more of a coherent breathing signal, which signals your brain like, hey, everything's fine. Because you think about, Mm. you know, you're in a dark alley at night, you hear a noise, it's like, Okay, either you stop breathing or you breathe really shallow, and that enables your brain yeah. to produce adrenaline and cortisol. Your muscles tend to mm. your in fight or flight. So what I realized about myself was that there's the high-functioning anxiety was that I was kind of in fight or flight on and off all day, and that's not mm. a place you want to live. Like That's not a place where you can be creative it's, or it's horrible. have a good yeah. conversation or go to sleep at night or just feel mm. calm, right? Mm. So that's when... <laughs> That's the moment that everything changed for me when, when I realized that I had a breathing problem and it was tied to that, to how I was feeling. Thank you so much for supporting Move Your Mind. We're expanding the offerings of the organization and we're tailoring everything we do to suit you guys and to try and answer to all of your needs and the questions that you send in. The book is available globally. You can find all of the links at nickbrax.com book. And we've just released the Move Your Mind community. We've currently got a men's community group, a women's community group, a general group. We're going to be loading up other groups. And you can find all of the links at moveyourmind.me. This group's been created based on the needs of what we've heard and learnt throughout running Move Your Mind. And we have live events. We've got courses. We've got huge amounts of value. The ability to share information, share ideas work in groups together to to grow and share your learnings to learn about different topics you get email reminders there's a whole lot of features in there we're constantly updating it and we're so excited to share it with you you can find all of the information about it at moveyourmind.me that's uh, uh, yeah it's well yeah super interesting and i mean it's kind of like scary when you tell that story of like that you know he had that heart attack died because of the stress i mean because i think we and i know i've done this where you know it's something i've wanted to change when i had it but never thinking of it as it's actually potentially also my physical health is at risk long term from this you know you sort of often don't think of that so i think it is a really motivating factor and and the way you're wording that i think it's sound it's a really simple and effective way i think for me i've like heard so many people talk about breathing and there's so many different breathing techniques but that just simple understanding of if we can lower the amount of breath we're taking and get deeper, you know, breath in, that's going to help us to then calm our nervous system down. You know, it just sounds very applicable and practical because I know myself, I already do so many different things. And, you know, I'm big on the breathing because I never used to know how to breathe properly. And when I first did acting class, 
they taught me how to breathe through my belly and you know it changed a lot but then I've you know I go to the gym I meditate I do different things and then I've tried had different people teach me breathing techniques but it's hard to stick to it when you don't know you know what's what's applicable what do I do so I guess that's the thing I'm interested in from you you know what would even for me you know like what's something I if I want to incorporate this daily what what's a simple way to start making that part of my daily you know a daily habit or just part of what I do it's funny because like I you know uh you ask somebody what do you do for your teeth and it's like oh well I brush my teeth twice a day or I brush my teeth twice a day and I floss you take care of your teeth right um, what do you do for your skin? Right? Oh, well, I, I have my morning skin routine and my night skin routine. I make sure that I have my, all my creams and moisturizers or whatever it is. My, 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 I want wrinkles, right? But mm. if I ask you what you do for, I'm really asking myself, right? What do I do for my mental health every day, twice a day or three times a day? What is that? Nothing. Mm. Or mm. I, it's technology or, you know, like, so, so I'll work out and sometimes I'll journal. Sometimes I'll go for a walk. You know, keyword there sometimes, but yeah. where is that daily commitment? So, so what I'm asking is like, do you care more about your teeth and your skin than you do about your mental health? Mm-hmm. And I think because taking care of your teeth or you know your muscles or whatever it is, you could see that change. You exactly. Can, you know, before and after picture, yeah. like oh well, like you know I've, I've lost six pounds or you know my teeth are now whiter as compared to this other picture. But what you can't take a picture of is your mental health, right? There is no mood tracker. There is no uh, no before mm. and after picture there. So what I've done is I've developed a breathing habit that is committed to doing something proactively and reactively. I'll explain that. But the proactive is when I wake up in the morning, it's immediate. I launch myself into two minutes of deep breathing. Mm. And that is what where I used to just launch right into 47 notifications on my phone in the morning. And it was like, eyes open, stress. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. it's not not productive that's not how we were meant to come into our our morning into our day kind of like easing in so when you start your day with two minutes of you know i call it coherent breathing just five in five out you're setting mm. the tone for your day and that's what i was going to ask you actually sorry to cut you off yeah so like that's all you're doing five in so hold five in holding it and then five out yeah so hold yeah so so there's there's a breathing pattern called coherent breathing if you if you're uh if you're a reader Go by James Nestor's breath. Change my life. Okay. Yeah, this yep. guy did all this research with, with Stanford and all these different scientists, and there is science behind the five in, five out, which ends up coming out to six breaths per minute. That is the ideal breathing rate. That's probably how you breathe when you're sleeping. You know, everyone's different. But when you get to that six breaths per minute, that's the ideal pattern, right? And just to take a quick example, like in mm-hmm. the animal mm-hmm. kingdom, you have a, the tortoise takes three to four breaths per minute can live up to 200 years okay now you contrast that with a mouse that takes 100 breaths per minute and lives up to two years so Mm, obviously there's mm. other factors at play there but the key is if you slow your breath you're going to feel better you're going to lower your blood pressure you're going to live longer because you know like going back going back to my dad heart disease is still the number one killer right so Mm. what do we know about heart diseases there's inflammation so what do we know about breathing is that it lowers the inflammation. So mm-hmm. within all that, start your day with that with that breathing less, right? And just breathing in that in that ideal pattern of, of five in, five out. It's going to unite the two hemispheres of your brain so that your prefrontal cortex is where you make all those, you know, important decisions. That's where you need it to be clear. 
And when you're breathing shallow or you're breathing kind of in a broken pattern or you hold your breath, that gets clouded with cortisol. And the cortisol is a good thing in some cases. Yeah. It's a stress hormone. It's just you needed some time to do certain activities. But man, when you're just trying to wake up in the morning <laughs> and get into your day, that's the pattern you want to go in. You always want to breathe in through your nose. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So I do that. That's my mm. preventative breath, right? That gets me ready because like, there's no surprise with 50,000 thoughts. Again, you're going to experience anxiety. You're going to experience mm-hmm. stress. There's like, don't be caught off guard by it. It's coming. That bus you is can't, you can't stop that. Yeah. Like you're saying, you can't like, and no matter how you've even, you know, maybe if you're a monk or something, maybe not even then, but like, you can't, if you try and fight the negative thoughts, you're actually going to create a worse, you're going to be more stressed. So you got to, it's accepting it, I guess. And, and then finding these techniques like you're talking about. Yeah. It's like you ever build a sandcastle as a kid right by the shore. And then you're like so happy that you've built this huge moat and the, and the walls and then the wave comes and it just knocks it all down. Oh uh, yeah. And you're devastated. Yeah. It's like, no, it's going to happen. The waves, the shore is going to mm. come. So these waves of thoughts are going to come in or an event that's going to come in. Don't be caught off guard, you know, like mm. any of you play sports, but you want to, you know, get your feet wider apart so that you're ready to take that hit. And when you're ready to do that, you're not going to fall over. Whereas if you, weren't anticipating mm. it so when you breathe slower your brain is actually your body's prepared for stress because you're in a calm state so it's like you know on an airplane when the masks come down it's like always take yours first and then help your kid mm. Mm. that's for a reason because you need to be in a, in a, in a you know obviously in a calm state of mind to take care of somebody else so that's the preventative breath and then rescue breath is when anxiety comes or when an event comes mm. You can, you can use a breath that is going to basically reverse that from fight or flight to rest and digest. And the one simple rule there is longer exhale. The longer exhale triggers the parasympathetic through the vagus nerve, and it tells your brain, hey, whatever was going on, false alarm, let's get back to calm. And not even, I'm not saying when I say calm, I don't mean like sleepy, uh, you know, close your eyes. I'm just saying like calm assertive, right? Like you're just ready and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not, your heart rate isn't up so yep. that's where in for four out for eight comes in you can do oh, that that's what i was gonna okay a few minutes at a time and that i mean yep. that works it depends on how stressed out you are maybe you want to do it for a few more minutes but that helps to get you kind of re- reverse that process of feeling tight you know that tightness in your chest your shoulders kind of rise you know like right now is your tongue on the roof of your mouth you know like these are all little signals that you you could be in a little bit of a fight or flight and so that's where the self-assessment comes in. So interesting. So, and you would be so sort of ideally doing it in the morning and then would it be sort of, even if you're not needing that sort of extreme one during the day, the sort of um, four in eight out one, would you be ideally trying to sort of just u- utilize the breathing at points during the day, just to recenter yourself? Do you, do you regularly do that or yeah, would you recommend that? Yeah. So the first step in that process this is a, that's the best question, right? Because I am a, 
like I'm a co-founder of a brand about breathing and I catch mm -hmm. myself holding my breath or breathing unevenly almost all the time, right? It just happens all day. So, and what happens is, is most often it happens when I'm uh, looking at my phone, right? It's called tech mm -hmm. apnea. Like a text message come in. I know that you guys have been there where the text comes in or the notification comes in or the email comes in and you see it. And then what the brain does is interesting. It anticipates something. And with that anticipation, the breath is affected because you're preparing for something. Mm -hmm. What if this is bad? What if it's a problem? You know, what if it's mm -hmm. going to cause some pain? So it's all that what if that gets you in trouble. You, you don't, you can't control it because it's just your brain doing it offline. But um, when you're writing an email, like I, I, I catch myself holding my breath or breathing shallow, and that's what causes a fight or flight. So mm. that's where that self-assessment is key because, or if you're just like on a computer all day and you're kind of leaning over or leaning into your, uh, into your computer, because your posture is bad, your shoulders lean forward, you're actually making it harder on your diaphragm to expand. So you're taking mm. shorter breaths and you're breathing more shallow. It's like all these little things add up to oh, fight or flight. And you're massively. in a mood, right? <laughs> so it's like massively adds up. It's like it comes from somewhere. And that's where that assessment of what's happening in your body. So like if you're looking around, if you can kind of get into a habit of looking at yourself and understanding how you feel and why you feel the way you do, that you're able to correct it with the breath. I mean, and, and that's... Yeah. That's, I do it all the time, but I'm doing it a lot less because of the awareness. Yeah. And I mean, no matter how advanced you are or, you know, you're teaching this stuff, it doesn't mean you're not susceptible, like you're saying, to, you know, same with me with the mental health advocacy and the things I'm talking about. I'm constantly catching myself and bad habits or old habits are coming back and you have to, like, I think anyone, but I think that's part of the education of it and, you know, learning. Um, I with the breathing, um, what's your view on, I mean, there's so, seems to be so many different breathing things out there now. And, you know, Wim Hof is one that comes to mind, obviously, uh, but there's so many others. And again, I'm, I'm really loving what you're talking about because this is sounding like something I'm going to start doing because it just doesn't sound overwhelming to me. You know, I, I, I sort of naturally do a little bit of it, but it, it, it makes so much sense. And it's something that but when, you know, when I guess like these other ones that I've tried where it's, you got to, you know, do all these crazy things for periods of time, but it becomes almost just like not sustainable, if that makes sense. Like, what's your view on all of that? It's a 10 year anniversary of Underbrax and we've relaunched with the classic white pair. We've also got new styles coming out super soon. We're donating a dollar from every pair to mental health, currently to one in five. You can find all of this at www.underbrax.com. I'm so glad you brought that up. I mean, first, Wim Hof is incredible. If you don't know about him, give him a Google too. Uh, this guy has broken like all the world records for um, you know swimming in, in glacier water and hiking Mount Everest in his boxer shorts. He's like that's he's crazy. Human, right? He does it all through breath. That's how powerful breath can be. Now, <laughs> that is fascinating. But applying that to my life, I tried it. Yeah extremely difficult and it's overwhelming because what that is based on is, is it's like ice therapy, right? You're taking cold plunges, which are amazing. And I, I still do them occasionally. Um, I don't do them every day and I, I want to, but cause it builds up resilience to me. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to find a more practical solution that I could apply to my life anytime I need it. Like if I'm stressed, yes. I don't want to have to find an ice bath to get into. I want to be able to access a solution that's right under my nose. Right. And that's breathing. So, that's where this was so attractive. It's like, hey, 
let's do the math here, right? Like we weren't taught how to breathe when we were kids, whereas monks are taught that's their first lesson. Um, leading cause of heart of, of, of death in the U.S. Is, is, and probably globally in, in first world nations is, is heart disease, right? So that's the inflammation. Um, anxiety and addiction to our phones is, you know, an epidemic. What's one thing we can do every day? And then it comes back to that number of, man, we take 20,000 thoughts. So what if that's like 20,000 opportunities, right? You don't have to take mm. every one. What if you just get a little bit better at breathing and you mm. slow down your breath? Then you can do it. And that's why we, uh, the company that I co-founded, we made a necklace. And the necklace is, it. you wear it to use it. And it's a simple tool that slows your exhale to calm your mind. And mm. if you do that, you know, more than twice a day, you're going to build this habit. And through that habit of breathing slower two or three times a day, through neuroplasticity after 30 days of that, you're going to pick up the habit of doing that. And when you pick up yeah. the habit of breathing better and breathing slower, you're going to like, my, my favorite quote now is, it's a financial quote, which is not like me, but uh, a rising tide lifts all boats. And so mm. like in a financial climate where there's a good market, everyone does better, poor, mm. rich, you know, moderate. But when you breathe better, everything else gets better. You feel yeah. better. You look better. You're you're talking better. Everything else is part of that of that you know economy of of well being. So that's where the message is is simple. It's breathe slow, feel better, and the necklace helps you do that. I love that. Yeah. No, it's so important. And um, overwhelm is um such a such a big big issue uh, that we you know everyone deals with. So. I love the fact that it's simple and applicable because I think, you know, and again, like you're saying, Wim Hof and these people are amazing and there's so much to learn. But I think for the most of us, we don't stick to things unless it is actually very um, simple and able to be just integrated into our day-to-day life and what's happening. So, yeah, I think that sounds great. Yeah, thank you. I mean, and I'm not just to... I always say this, but like, I am not a doctor, scientist, uh, wellness guru. Yeah. I, I'm none of those things. I'm just someone that had a problem and solved it, was able to solve yeah. it through just one simple step of breathing better. And that led to other changes, uh, yeah. you know, more journaling and, and, and more meditation and all of that. But sometimes it just takes that one simple step, that one stone in the water that's going to create a ripple that affects everything else that allows you to do more. So, um, so it's like, I, I always challenge people to ask themselves, like, what are you doing every day? I, you, you can mm-hmm. meditate once a week and you can go to the gym three three days a week and change your habits of, of eating and all that. But if you can just do something for yourself every day, let it be breathing better because that's going to allow you to do everything else better, whether it's be a better mom, a husband, uh, a brother, an employee, a manager. It's all going to, it's going to lift all those boats up. Yeah. And, and just for everyone listening is that, so the breathing, you breathe through your stomach in your tummy like to yeah. so just to demonstrate it real quick it's a it's a deep inhale always through your nose because uh, that mm-hmm. that starts to filter out all these uh, chemicals it releases more nitric oxide into your blood more oxygen and then you want to breathe into your belly not into your upper chest your shoulders right a lot of us do that you see someone's shoulders rising and falling mm. you're in fight or flight right there so you want to deep breathe deep into your belly through your diaphragm through your chest and then slowly let the air out. And that's where the necklace actually does it for you because I'll, I'll, I don't know if you guys can see me, but it's uh, it's slowly out of the necklace that looks like this. So that right. process right there allows you to, all it is is restricting the airflow, right? But it was developed yeah. by a psychotherapist and tested on his patients so that 
he found that like ideal exhale and that's where it lives. That's where, that's where it's packed. Ah. That's so it'll literally, it'll force you to do it for the right amount of time. If you have enough air intake. If anyone's ever been stressed out or anxious, it's hard to just kind of do things right in the moment. Uh, anyone mm-hmm. that's ever been through labor, they're telling you to breathe a certain way. It's like, it's not easy. I watched my wife go through it twice. It's when stress hits. It's like Mike Tyson said, it's like everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. You know, it's like you get punched yeah. in the face. Now your mind is scrambled because the cortisol, right? So it's like, you can't remember, you're not doing it right. Here's this physical anger here that's, that's, waiting for you and that's reminding you and forcing you to do yeah. it and to make it a habit i was gonna say that the fact that you're wearing it it's just a reminder daily to to do it you know it's like it's so cool yeah i mean I'll just, i love that you know i'll play with it if it's under my shirt yeah. over my shirt or something like that and, and then i'm using it and someone's asking me about it like hey what is that it looks really cool is it a whistle it's like no it's actually a breathing device and yeah. uh, it's or a meditation device and it helps me stay connected with uh, with my body and calms me down and it's, it's a mindfulness tool. And, like, and wow. we're, <laughs> no, it's so, so cool. I, I'm, I'm getting, I want one myself. That would be amazing. Um, where, where can people go to get it? Where can they find out about this? Yeah. Thank you. So if you go to our website, uh, it's www.comusodesign.com. It's K O M U S O. And it's K O M as in mom, U S and Sam O design.com. We ship worldwide. Um, there's different models, different colors, uh, different finishes. We have a bracelet version, uh, but it's completely organic. It's not tied to your phone. There's no notifications. Mm. This is an off the grid approach to organically feeling better. Which is so important. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, super cool. Super cool. Love, love everything you're doing. So, um, we finish every episode with five closing questions. So these can be you know, sort of whatever comes to mind, whatever answer comes up. But the first one is, what's your best childhood memory that, that comes to mind? Best childhood memory, for whatever reason, just popped up, was being in the ocean uh, with my dad. It's probably six, seven years old, and he was, he was holding me with one arm as the waves came in, and I felt safe and protected. I don't know why that first came to mind, but that was, that was probably the best. Yeah, I love that. I've got similar memories like that, and it's yeah, it's it's interesting what what comes up first. You know, when you think about that. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think currently is the biggest burden on mental health um, in society? You know, I I firmly believe that technology is a problem. I, I it's a problem in my life. It's a problem in anyone yeah. that I see that's that that messages our, our company about their own stress is that we are becoming more and more disconnected with people and with ourselves internally. And that's causing more and more of a codependency on an app or on technology to solve it for us. Mm-hmm. And like kids are just, they're, they're always looking down now at, at their screens and it's training them to almost have this other appendage, um, which is leading us in the wrong direction. So uh, I, I, I want people to put down their phones, close their laptops and, and spend more time with themselves or with their family. Full, full stop. Yeah, it is terrifying. Like every time I'm in New York and every time I walk down the street, get on a subway, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not much better myself, but, you know, you're looking around and you're like every, on a subway, every person. It's, it's incredibly rare now if you see one person not having sort of their head down, just, you know, we can't just let things be anymore. We can't be still. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's head down and head down in the worst possible way. So, uh, so that's yeah. why I, I, I'm always trying to just like, airplane mode you know yeah 
as much as possible. Um, what's your personal definition of happiness? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I think happiness to me is when you find yourself smiling and you don't know why. Uh, it's just yeah. kind of a, a feeling of, like, I don't know why I'm happy right now. It's just things are good and nothing is dragging down that moment of, because I, I don't know if anyone's been there, but it's like something good is happening, but then your mind drifts to, but what about finish, you know, fill in the blank. Yeah. You don't, you're not there. You're just in that moment of this feels good and I'm smiling because of it. So when you smile, there's a reason why that's happening. And then there's endorphins and all these happy chemicals going on. So, so yeah, I never thought about that, but that's, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, no, that's a great answer. Uh, so I've got two more. What would, what are you most afraid of? In my personal life or for society? Uh, personal life. Um, I guess I'm afraid that something's going to happen to my family. Uh, mm -hmm. That's always my worst nightmare is my family not uh, being around or somehow I've made a decision that has threatened that relationship. So that's why it's like that everyday commitment mm. to uh, making good decisions and good choices is so present in my life because it could drift and that drift is scary and that where you are today versus two years, three years, you make these, mm. these micro decisions that kind of like keep, you know, push you further and further away from the people that matter most. I think that's a, that's a big problem. So another question is a great question. And another question that I never thought about, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think that's a really important answer as well, because what you're saying there, you know, it's like, in the same way that if we just make these tiny daily changes and make it a habit and stick to it over, you know, a week, a month, a year, five years, 10 years, the changes are, are dramatic in a positive way. And the same way that if we make these negative behavior patterns, if we don't change that, it's going to compound in a negative way. So we have a choice about which way, but it's important to be aware of that because you can often think, oh, no, I'll just, you know, I'll change this behavior next week or when think when things get better or whatever, you know, we find some, there's always a reason and you never change. Like it's the mind conveniently will find a reason not to do anything. Um, do it so now. It's just, that's the only, now's the only time we have. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so final one, what are you most proud of in for yourself? Most proud of it. You know, I hate to, uh, to keep coming back to this, but uh, most proud of my family. I think that, uh, okay. The way that this ecosystem works around me is, I'm so grateful for it. I don't know if I've affected it or if I'm, you know, a reason for it, but it feels right. And I feel like that's that, if that's mm. right, everything else around that is, is, while it may be difficult, you know, it, everything gets better because of, of that. So that's where going back to my previous message about being right with yourself first, if you're right with yourself first, the next step outside of that is the family. Like you think of these circles, right? So the next yeah. circle is the family. And if your family's right, then man, it's easier to do the other things. And it doesn't mean that those things are not, everything's hard. But when I go to sleep at night and my family's close to me and, and, and we're good, I'm good. Yeah. No, I think, again, really good answer and very real answers. So I, um, yeah, love everything you're doing. Thank you for sharing, you know, your, a bit about your, your story and, um, I think it's really important what you're doing. So anyone listening, you know, make sure um, you go and check out the website. We're, we'll put that in the show notes as well. And, yeah, just want to say to you, thank you for making the time.
No, Nick, now you've given me a lot to think about <laughs> with these five questions. So <laughs> I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, anytime I get a chance to share my story, my message uh, means a lot to me. And for all of you out there, uh, they're going to pick up something else in the next five minutes. Just please be aware of your breath. Be aware of how you're breathing so you can feel better, vibrating better. But thank you, Nick. Great. Thank you, Matt. Thanks to Todd Steinberg for joining me today for Move Your Mind. And just another reminder, if you'd like to check out Todd's products, you can go to camusodesign.com and you can use the code NICK20 to get 20% off all of the products. All of the links are in the bio. Thanks again for listening. And if you'd like to join the Move Your Mind community, you can go to moveyourmind.me. Or if you'd like to purchase the Move Your Mind book, you can go to nickbrax.com slash book. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 